Warning, this podcast is solely based on smut books. The definition of smut is a story that includes one or more sexually explicit scenes. This is a warning for all listeners to proceed with caution. There will be explicit content, sex talk, and triggering subjects. We will provide a trigger warning before each episode. This podcast is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hosts, I'm Tisha and I'm Corey. Welcome back to our podcast. Okay, so I want to start off by saying we did read this book. We're doing Haunting Adeline by H.D. Carlton today. I guess I should start with that. But. <laughs> that might help. <laughs> but we both read this book probably six months ago. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. And so that means we've read over 20 to 30 books in between. So yeah. we did re-listen to it and we wrote notes for the synopsis and stuff. But I apologize if we're all over the place. We've both had rough weekends and it just might be a shit show. But you're going to join us on our shit show. We're a good time shit show, though. It's not like a bad shit show. We're going to have fun with it. Yes. Yes, we are. Okay. Go ahead. So (laughs) this book is a dark romance, horror, contemporary romance, enemies to lovers, and a stalker romance. Mm. And this book has a lot of trigger warnings. In just a minute, Tisha is going to actually just read the trigger warning from the book. But for just a little bit of context with it, there is some CNC, which is consensual, non-consensual, a dub con, which is dubious consent. And this was created by fan fiction community to make it visible, make the visible gray areas between rape and consent. Okay, so the trigger warning that the author wrote is this book ends on a cliffhanger. The contents are very dark with triggering situations such as CNC, the consensual, non-consensual, and dubcon between the main characters, graphic violence, human trafficking, stalking, child trafficking, and explicit sexual situations. There are also particular kinks such as gunplay, somnophilia, which is a kink to have sex with people while they're unconscious. bondage and degradation good job thank you i struggle with that word (laughs) this book was previously taken down due to the warning but you can also find them in the reviews on my website or feel free to message me directly your mental health matters that warning though is definitely needed because with it being a dark romance there are very dark subjects and this was the first dark romance that i have personally read and one it took me by surprise and two I fell in love with it, but it, it's dark. Yeah, it's, really. It's and the second one's even worse, which we're going to be doing next week. So, if you are going to read these books in the meantime, please take these trigger warnings very seriously. It is hard to read, but it's yes. good. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Alrighty, so we're going to start it. Yes, let's do the synopsis. Alrighty. Oh wait, there is going to be spoilers. Oh, lots yes. and lots of spoilers. So yes. If you don't want it spoiled, read the book first. Yep. Alrighty. Okay, so this book is a dual point of view. So as we go through this, sometimes it's going to seem like we're jumping from one to another, like back and forth, but we're just following the timeline of the book. So just bear with us in it and it'll make sense as we go through it. So the first one, it, we get introduced to Addie where she's the main female character and she has inherited her grandma's house which is called parsons manor and it is very 
dark and mysterious and creepy and it's haunted yeah i love it it's it's creepy i love it yes and um so she's inherited it so she's going back there it's got to have a lot of renovations done um her mom calls her which we learn she's a wicked bitch her mom's a bitch she's just literally my first note is mom's a bee (laughs) i said wicked bitch so it's perfect um and she doesn't want addy to live there she wants her to be closer to her and live the lifestyle that she wants but Addie's always been in love with the dark the dark creepy shit like mm-hmm. that's just Addie to it um and as she's talking to her mom I just have to point this out because I think it's funny as she's talking to her she looks up and sees the ketchup stain on the roof of her car and that <laughs> comes into later in the second book of Wyatt I love that so yeah. much um at this point we also learn Addie's an author and she's been writing manuscripts and going through it so as in the first chapter she's getting ready to go to her first book signing she hates social interactions she's a total introvert yes she gets awkward i love it i'm like you're me in a book (laughs) she's really good at like putting on a fake face though Mm -hmm. even though on the inside she's like dying (laughs) yeah 100 percent. and this is where she gets the feeling as she's signing somebody's book that somebody is staring at her and she looks up and sees a man with two colored eyes and a scar down his face one white eye and one dark eye Mm. and she instantly freezes with the pen on the book and the ink is like soaking into the book and she's just staring at him and the girl's (laughs) like she's like oh i'm so sorry (laughs) zones out hurries and signs the books hurry and signs a bookmark puts it in the book and she's like i'm so sorry all forgotten but i'm just like i would stare too i would forget what i was doing if a man like that was staring at me yeah like i don't know if i should be scared or yeah aroused yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so then this is when we meet her best friend daya um so they're over in parsons manor and daya is telling her that she needs to get laid and she needs to have a guy in her life and so she steals Addie's phone and texts a guy Mm-hmm. from it telling him dirty dirty things and Addie's like that doesn't even sound like me but whatever and she calls her like a stupid bitch and I love their relationship me too. the banter between them is the best it's a true best friend relationship oh, yeah. like I could sit here and call you a bitch and be like all right cool you know it's like that so it's like, the, like just right back at you <laughs> yep so um The text gets sent, and Grayson is his name. He immediately responds and is like, I'm on my way over. And Addie is just like, whatever. He sucks at sex anyways, but, I mean, a dick's a dick. So she's like, fine, let's let's (laughs) do it. (laughs) Yeah. So this is when we get kind of like the first feel of Parsons Matter with him in it. And I just was laughing because the author does such a good job at just portraying the story so well. And he just starts making out with her he's trying to get frisky like the text Mm -hmm. made it i want to get fucking laid let's do it you know (laughs) and he is like making out with her touching like sucking on her neck and she's just not into it like she doesn't want it nothing and then there's a loud bang on the front door and Mm -hmm. it stills them and they're both just like what the hell he doesn't even be man enough to open the fucking front door he makes her do it yep that's his first strike strike number one bitch get the fuck out there's there's a quite a few here in this small scene <laughs> so she goes and opens the door and nobody is there but she can feel somebody watching her and so she just shuts the door 
and kind of goes back on it. She's not in the mood for this anymore. But Grayson picks up and continues doing it. She's like, do you really think like I want to have sex with you after this? And he's like taking his clothes off. He's he's ready. Yeah. I think he only had one sock on. I think so too. <laughs> and he gets pissed. He is so upset that she will not have sex with him. And he fucking puts a hole in her wall. He yep. punches it. He yep. punches and puts a hole in the wall. Like really dude? At this point she's just like fuck off. Like mm-hmm. leave. Leave. And so he leaves naked with one sock on. <laughs> right? Like, he's just carrying his clothes, just one sock, just going out the fucking front door. Like, I would be like, you're a fucking twat. Like, like what the fuck, dude? Embarrassing, yes. <laughs> Seriously. So then she goes to sleep and um, wakes up at three o'clock and she thinks there's someone in the house because she can hear stuff. So she gets up out of bed to go investigate. She notices that all the doors are locked, but she finds a rose laying on the counter Mm. and the thorns have been cut off to avoid Mm -hmm. cutting her fingers. And she's like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) I love them so much. Okay. So then this is when, um, let's see. This is when she finds Gigi's journal. Yes. Okay. I had to find my notes. I go, they're all small and blending. So she starts looking through the hole that he punched because she was like, yes. that's like a four feet wide space. Like, yeah. what is in there? And she's digging in. And like the way she, de- like the author describes, like the <laughs> spider webs and Ugh. like the dead bug carcasses that she's touching and stuff. I, I was like, would die, oh. dude. So no. gross. But then she ends up finding a safe located in the wall mm-hmm. and she breaks into it and finds her grandma's journals, her great grandma's Great grandma. And journals. her name is Gigi. And so she starts reading them. Yes. And she finds out that her great grandma had a stalker. But yes. not only that, she was in love with her stalker. Yep. And so it just becomes kind of like this mysterious trying to figure out what's going on. Um, so then she goes to bed reading her journals that night. She gets awoken by a loud thump which she thinks was her front door. So she goes and looks, and that's when she finds another rose. And the next day she goes to a coffee shop writing, because she's an author. She goes to get back in her car, and she finds another rose. Mm -hmm. So now we're getting into, like, the, what's going on? Who's leaving these roses? Yes. So... The manor is, like, located by cliffs in the area. And so by this day, she has started the renovations over the manor and everything. So there's contractors there. And Addie's freaking out because she's getting all these roses. She doesn't understand what's happening. She is kind of feeling like, do I have a stalker? Like, what's going on at this point? And she's standing, like, by the edge of the cliff. And the contractor comes out. And is like, are you okay? Thinking she's going to jump <laughs> off this fucking cliff. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I'm okay. And he's like, okay, well, we're going to lunch. But somebody brought you a bouquet of red roses. <laughs> and this is where there's a note in it. And it says, I'll be seeing you, little mouse. Ugh. And she calls and makes a police report yes. at this point. <laughs> so then Dea comes over one day to help her go through her grandma's stuff um, and while they're upstairs drinking and Daya's freaking out about the ghosts because she's just like, I don't feel safe. This is fucking creepy. <laughs> and Addie's just like, oh, my God, you're being dramatic. Shut up. So she goes back downstairs to um, get them a refill on their drinks. And there's another red rose sitting on the counter and an empty whiskey glass. 
I love that he drinks the whiskey. I know. Oh, it makes me so happy. And so that wasn't there when they made their drinks originally. So mm-hmm. at this point, she's like, oh, shit, somebody fucking broke into my house while we were upstairs. Like, how did I not hear anything? Yeah. And this is when Dea puts the security systems in her house at this part, right? Or is it later? I think it's later. Okay. She does talk to her mom. Addie's mom calls her. And she did ask her, like, hey, does she... Did you know about the stalker? And she's like, yeah, she was actually murdered in the house. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know all of that before. So she tells her how her great grandma was murdered in the manor and it was in her bedroom. Well, not only did Gigi live in the bedroom, Nana moved into the bedroom. Now Addie's living in the bedroom and it still has a lot of the same furniture. Mm-hmm. So it's just like eerie. It's like, ooh, I, I couldn't do that. I, I would wouldn't be, like, be able to. Bye. Uh, I'm out, dude. Nope. I'm out. Nope, nope, nope. So. Okay. This is when it it switches to Z's point of view. Yes. So it's showing him invading a sex trafficking ring, Mm -hmm. and he saves a bunch of girls, and he is the sweetest, creepiest motherfucker. (laughs) Like, (laughs) he kills a ton of people to save these girls, and he has his best friend, Jay, Mm -hmm. and then he has an accomplice named Ruby who helps save the girls and get Mm -hmm. them dressed, clothed rehomed all this stuff and he tells ruby i do not want these girls to get a speck of blood on them do not let them walk in this blood yes and i'm just like oh i love him i love him like i didn't think how going into it i was just like how are you gonna fall in love with a stalker i did a murderous stalker yeah even better dude i like the most arranged fuck ups like i said i think in episode one we're gonna learn real quick how Corey likes the uh bad boy like (laughs) the fucking assholes like that's her shit Uh, just give it all like the most fucked up character in her book regardless always every time and i just i don't know why i just love the bad fucking assholes that are so sweet for their females like it's just like oh okay (laughs) okay anyways okay so then after they save the girls it switches back to Addie's view um and she is wanting to stay home and write mm-hmm. her manuscript but day is like no bitch we're going out and Addie's like okay fine so they get all hot to go out. yep <laughs> they are gonna go to a club and when they go they start drinking dancing having fun and then they meet some guys this is where Archibald, Archie, is that how you say that? Archibald. It just sounds weird. I like Archie better. <laughs> he goes by Arch. True. I don't, I think I get Archie from Riverdale, to be yeah. honest. I'm like, but that's just what I think of. That's what I so think of, too. I'm going to say Archie. That's it's interchangeable. Right. And Connor. And, and this, Landon and Luke. Okay. And Max. Okay. I couldn't, I didn't get all their names. I just I like their down, friends. Cool. So then I even wrote the relationships. They have Arch and Connor are brothers and Landon and Luke are twins. You are an overachiever. <laughs> um, so they go back. Addie and Dea go up to like their table with them. And this is where they meet all the men. Well, Addie's sitting there and her phone vibrates. And she's like, okay, like answers it. And she gets a text and it says, if the man touches you, his hands will end up in your mailbox. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know what to do. She's just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. But she doesn't want him to intimidate her. So she's going to say, fuck you, big man, whoever you yep. are. I'm taking him home. Yep. She's an independent man or independent <laughs> woman that don't need no man. <laughs> there independent we go. Man. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So then Addie and Archie go to 
the manor. Mm -hmm. And this is where they go into the sunroom because it's just full of windows. Like you can see outside, you can see inside out. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So it's like dark. So why not? Yes. And there no, there's no neighbors around. So she really could walk around her whole fucking acreage and be naked and not give a fuck. Exactly. So they start the foreplay <laughs> and he gets her off and she does it like with her shadow is what she calls him in mind because she knows he's taunting her and mm-hmm. trying to control her. So after she has an orgasm, she feels that heavy feeling of somebody watching her. <laughs> and so she, at this point, she's like, oh shit, like I think my stalker's watching us or mm-hmm. her shadow's watching them. And so she wants to go upstairs to her room and Arch is like, what, you don't want me to, what does he say? Make you see the stars above you or He's something like, you like don't want to come while you look at the stars or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And oh. she's like, well, I do, but, and she doesn't want to tell no. him what's happening because she already feels guilty about bringing him home right but while they're talking she sees movement yes but not like what's completely obvious ones just like oh then there's a loud bang yes so she starts taking her pants off and then a loud bang this time um arch has way more balls than grayson did yeah and he tells her stay here i'm gonna go investigate he pulls out a gun Uh goes to the front door goes outside closes the door so she's just sitting there in the dead quiet of the house wondering what the fuck is happening yep (laughs) and so after a few minutes she like looks out the window there's nothing she opens her front door to go outside to see what's going on takes one step outside her door and crunches a rose looks down and it's a bloody rose i was like oh shit so obviously she gets her phone to call the cops but before she can do that she realizes that she got a text when she was at the club and she never read it and it says don't feel guilty lesson learned And at this point, she's like, fuck. So she calls the cops. (laughs) Yes. The officer shows up. um, um, He lets her know what type of man Archie was. He was an abuser. He got, he beat the shit out of his wife so bad that she was in like a mental institution, kind Mm -hmm. of like helping herself. He was a, his family's kind of, I don't want to say mafia, excuse me, mafia, but kind of. They're like drug. Yeah. Drug lords. Trafficking. Yeah. Cocaine. We'll just say cocaine cocaine people. (laughs) Cocaine. The cocaine, the booger sugar. (laughs) Um, I literally wrote on here, um, we find out that Arch is a turd. (laughs) We could say a turd. That's like an innocent way of putting it. Okay. Um, and he asks, the, the officer asks her the significance of the rose. And she tells him that she has been being stalked, which she has made multiple reports mm-hmm. of at this point. And he goes, we don't have any records of reports. Yeah. And she kind of starts to panic like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. He's like, don't panic. I'll go look into it and see what's going on. Yep. And she's also um, expressing that she's scared that Arch's family is going to come after her mm-hmm. because if they find out that she has a stalker, they will come after her because the stalker is the reason Arch went missing. Yeah. Um, then it shifts to the shadows point of view, which we don't learn his name until a little bit. Um, and he just admits like when he's in there that he's a, he's a hacker. So he destroyed all of the police evidence. He knew we learned a little bit more from his side about Archie's background of being a liar. He's a murderer. 
all of the bad things that we just kind of just said. But this is when we find out he has Archie in his trunk and takes him back to his lair Mm -hmm. and tortures him. (laughs) And he stabs him in the stomach with a screwdriver. And it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Like, I, it's gruesome. I was, like, not prepared for how gruesome a book could be because we don't, we've read that, but we don't read that. You know what I mean? The way she describes, she says, like, the blood is bubbling from the wound. I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah. (laughs) Or there was a part, I think it was in the beginning when we first, he stabs a guy in an eyeball and it's like, it. sorry, (laughs) it makes like a a pop sound when he pulls it out. It was like. Oh, my God. But this is also where we learn that he cut out Grayson's tongue for what he said to Addie. Yep. And ran him out of town. Yep. Um, He is completely obsessed with Addie. Like, nobody else gets to have her. He's in love with her. And they've never even, like, officially met. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, huh. We're over here, like, trying to wrap our heads around how this is going to be a romance book when it's, like, crazy. Yeah. It, it takes you by a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we also learned, like, Archie's mom died of breast cancer when he was 10. Um, and this is when his dad started into the drugs because he lost himself. But he tortures him also by calling him Archie. Mm-hmm. Because the only person that called him Archie was his mom. Yeah. And he gets so fucking pissed. Like, I just <laughs> will never... I was laughing. I'm like, you really are, t- like, a torturous bitch right now. Like, yep. Yeah. So then Archie dies, and this is when we find out that Dea is, like, a, a tech whiz. Mm-hmm. Like, she loves that shit. She, that's what she does for her job. And Addie knows that her job is um, in the sex trafficking world realm, mm-hmm. and she helps to rescue people. But she doesn't know a ton about her job. She mm-hmm. doesn't ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. But Dea is super smart when it comes to technology, and this is when she is like, no, bitch, we're setting you up with a security system. Um and so they get that all set up, and that's when the boxes of books are shipped, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. The mailman comes in. Also, I think we need to say this, that Dea works for an organization of Z, mm-hmm. and that comes into play in a minute, but that's what the big thing is, is and nobody knows who Z is. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Nobody knows a face. Nothing. Okay, so then, yes, the mailman comes up, brings all the boxes, and all of them are big boxes. Well, then one smaller one comes up, and Addie's like, what the fuck is that? And Dea was driving away at this point, and she notices it's bloody, opens it, and it's the hands. It is Archie's fucking hands with his tattoo on it, so there's no denying it. Mm-hmm. And then she calls Dea to come right back. Yes, so Dea um, notices a note in the box, um, and it is basically a note threatening to kill a cop if she calls the police. And so Dea is like, I'm sorry, babe, but we cannot call the police. Mm-hmm. Like, I will dispose of these hands. And so she takes the hands and leaves. Ugh. <laughs> and Addie's just trying to figure out what the fuck is happening right now. <laughs> I. It's because she's, like, innocent, but not innocent. It's just not something you typically see, you know what I mean? Like, it's something you could watch on a movie, but when it happens in your real life, it's like, good God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this is when she finds out as well um, that Arch's whole family has wound up dead. Hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just like, holy shit. Like, she knows it's her shadow but she doesn't realize like how crazy mm-hmm. she is um while she was waiting for Dea to show up 
she heard someone upstairs and she goes upstairs and Gigi's journals were knocked onto the floor and Gigi's murder is a cold case. They don't know who killed her. And so she also finds a missing piece of the journal. Mm -hmm. The page has been ripped out of it. So, and she has also, this is where she's also, we also get introduced to Ronaldo's mm -hmm. name. So that's all kind of in between it all. Yes. Um, so once she gets introduced to Ronaldo, she asks Dea to hack into the police database to find Gigi's murder file. And they flip through the crime scene mm -hmm. photos and mm -hmm. it, it's, she just, the way she describes it, she's like, cause Gigi always wore her signature red lipstick. Yeah. And seeing him in the black and white photos and stuff like that of her smiling and alive. And then all of a sudden it's her lifeless, cold eyes. And the way that she describes it, I'm just like, you can like picture it. Yeah. And it's like so gruesome. Her throat oh. was cut, right? Mm -hmm. And she had, I think she had a cigarette or cigar burn on her as well. Yeah. It got put out on her. Yep. So they get it all taken care of. Addie wakes up to footsteps outside of her bedroom door. Mm -hmm. it, you can hear them walking away, the front door opening and closing. And she goes down there, looks out the window and sees her shadow standing there. And she wants to see his face. He turns a little to the side because he can feel her watching him mm -hmm. and he smiles. They seriously have like the <laughs> best connection. Like it's just like they can feel each other, but there's like that push pull with them that's like I'm gonna push you because I know it turns you on mm -hmm. like you love being scared so I'm gonna scare the fuck out of you and so when yep. I, I fuck you you're ready and this is when she starts like having those like weird feelings like she is realizing mm -hmm. like holy shit he's scaring me why am I turned on about it like yeah. is there something wrong with me <laughs> she's like is this the same thing as my grandma yeah. like she feels like it's a parallel storyline mm -hmm. at this point yeah um, so then two days go by from nothing from the shadow. Yep. And then he's back. Um, so when she sees the footage of the security system, she doesn't notice or she notices that he's nowhere to be seen on it. And that this is when we find out that he hacked in and spliced the security cameras. Oh, I love him. <laughs> Just love him. He's a genius. Yes. He's a creepy genius. <laughs> this bitch goes outside to confront him. And she tries to shove him in, like, she calls him a bohemian. And is that the right way to say that? Bohem yeah, I think so. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't read my hand right now. A behemoth. A behemoth. A behemoth. There yes. you go. And I just laughed. And he doesn't talk to her. He doesn't say anything. And then he just slowly retreats back into the woods. He's so mysterious. You're just like... Oh, so intrigued by him. Like, mm -hmm. um, they go after all that, they go to a book signing and she comes home with Dea with her and a light is turned on. She rushes in because she knows she's turned off all the lights at this point. And she turns around because nothing looks out of the ordinary. She turns around and Dea is just like, what the fuck? And the entire living room is covered with roses. Uh-huh. And she sees the whiskey glass with a rose next to it. So they call the cops. And... Day is telling her, I do yeah. not want you to stay in this house tonight. Like, you yeah. are coming to my house. Yes. So they go to Daya's house, and she just has a shit ton <laughs> of computers all over the place because of her job and yep. the computer wish she is. And they're like, let's go to bed. So... 
Addie goes into the guest bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to go lay down to go to bed. She looks out the window, and there's a guy standing outside of the bedroom window. And then she gets a text saying, you didn't like my roses? I would die, dude. Uh, like, like, how do you not piss yourself? Oh, I would. Like, I'm crying. I would be like, can you please put me into the witness prote- witness protection program <laughs> and keep me safe from this fucker? Because I'm scared. Right. Like, it's not even that he's being a malicious stalker, because, like, when you think of stalking, you think of somebody who's trying to harm you mm-hmm. or that he is not giving that. He, well, maybe not. Maybe that's just my understanding of stalkers, but he is in love with her. And okay. it's not like, it's like romantic in what he's doing besides the cutting the hands off. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can call that roman- romance. It's romance to me in this book, so I'm fine. <laughs> So, okay, they switch to the shadow's point of view now. And this is where we kind of get a little bit more interaction with Jay, with him. And he said that there's a new video out. And it's a very fucked up satanic ritual with four hooded men with a child in the middle. Stabbing him and drinking his blood from a goblet. Mm -hmm. And... It goes into more detail than that, yeah. just to forewarn everybody. Yeah, I just, I didn't want to talk about that one I know. too much. I, I didn't even, yeah, I just put sacrificing a little boy and drinking his blood. Okay, sorry guys, I went too gruesome <laughs> for it. <laughs> and these people are senators, politicians, celebrities, businessmen. The big, rich mm-hmm. fuckheads. Yep. Um, Z says that he takes these videos really, really hard. He mm-hmm. doesn't like watching them, but he forces himself to so that he can get that anger mm-hmm. and figure out who's doing it to save these people that are being trafficked. Yeah. Um, and this is when we kind of learn a little bit more about his company. Um, he built Z mm-hmm. because of the kinds of videos that people leak. He got onto the dark web Um and he just saw the kind of shit that people do, like parents selling children, um, people raping children, sex trafficking with females, males, you know, it's just, it's all over the place. And that's when he kind of made it his life goal to take down as many people as he could. And by this point, he killed hundreds of people because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when he's trying his hardest to figure out where the rituals are performed so that he can stop it yeah it's he's trying to stop the society because i know that word's going to come up later so the society is kind of the people who are the ringleaders of all of this who are allowing it who are putting on like let's just say the auctions and the buying and the kidnapping of kids women men everything yeah yeah um while he is watching the video he is downstairs in Addie's kitchen while she's upstairs sleeping (laughs) and this is when he says that his company is the one that installed her system but she has no idea so this is when we kind of piece together that Dea works for Z yeah but we don't know like Dea doesn't know that Z is the shadow (laughs) no not yet not yet that comes out um this is um after while he's drinking the whiskey i do want to say this he feels the ghost like the cold tingle down his spine i'm like okay so you both have that like sick sense of feeling it because a lot of people do Mm -hmm. or if they do most people don't talk about it but like every time i read that it would give me the biggest chills because i can feel like having a ghost around me Mm -hmm. 
if it shows its presence, but oh my Doesn't I was he like, tell the ghost to fuck off? Yes, he does. And I love it. I love that he talks to them because it's just like, oh my god. Oh like, my god. do it. That was total white chicks right there. <laughs> like, the movie, not. Okay, we're going to just say, skip that. Um, then it switches back to Addie. The next day, she is walking into her room, but sees a woman ghost going into the attic. Um, and she goes up and she, as soon as she walks into the attic, she can just feel that negative space and air and it's like drowning her. Mm -hmm. Um, she finds the hole in the floor and she finds papers confessing someone helped cover up Gigi's murder. And she also finds her last journal entry, but it was unfinished. So she's kind of taking all of this down. And then later her stalker shows up again and she acts like she's calling the cops and they're like face to face, but a window is between them, you know, and um, he smiles and she fights back there to just smile. <laughs> she's pissed off at herself because she's like, why do I want to smile at you? Why is this like making me happy? It's like a inside? game to her now, yes. like a fun game. Yes. Um, and he texts her and he's like, is this, am I supposed to believe that you're calling the cops on me again? <laughs> she flips him off and he texts back, I plan to. I was like, okay. I was like, okay. And so that's just where they kind of, their banter at this point isn't like malicious. You know what I mean? It's just like, so. Hmm. Okay. So it. then he shows up at her house. And he texts her to come and find him. I would be so scared. I'd be like, this motherfucker's in my house right now. Like, oh yes. my God. So she starts going through all the rooms. And she has a knife with yeah. her now. She was like, I'm not going to be stupid and drop it this yeah. time. I okay. always have to have the knife with me. So she gets to her room and walks in and he sits on the balcony waiting oh, for her. Yes. <gasps> and he's. this is when he says that he doesn't want to kill her. He's going to keep her. And this is what he tells her to go run and hide. And if he finds her um, and keeps her, giving her punishment. It's, uh... So, <laughs> yeah. he says go. She starts booking it. Yes. He gives her a head start. Yes. And she runs down the stairs. This bitch is like, I need to be quiet as she's going, do, 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 like down the stairs, <laughs> almost falling yes. at the bottom of the stairs. I would have face planted it. And, right? <laughs> and her and her Nana used to always play hide and seek. So mm -hmm. she knows some good hiding spots in the house. Mm -hmm. So she goes into a room and hides in the closet. And this is when you can hear him walking throughout the house and he's saying, I can smell you. Yes. And like, I'm like, what do you mean you can smell her? Like, right. So then okay. he comes into the room and she books it yes. out of the closet and runs to the sunroom and he catches her. Oh, this part. I knew there was gunplay, which is about to come in. Mm -hmm. And I had never read a gunplay, and you had read one previously, and yeah. you were not a big fan of it. Maybe it was the context of it, because I, I think, think it was. You liked this one more. Yes. <laughs> and I remember we had talked about it earlier in the day, and I got home and I was like, "Dude, I just read the gunplay, and I don't know if I need therapy because I'm chirping like a motherfucker after this." Like, Definitely oh. therapy. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So after he captures her, he tells her that he likes her scared. Oh. Ah. Yes. And she is like, 
why am I so turned on? Like, she can feel how turned on she is. And she's like, this is not normal. This is not (laughs) how it should be. Um, So, and then he says that she'll be begging for her more than her life. And that's when he starts licking her and biting her. And she bites him back. Oh, yeah. She draws blood. Like, when I read that, I was like, Uh I don't know that I could. I mean, if it was life or death, maybe bite somebody. But, like, that to drop blood. Yes. No. So, he hauls her over his shoulder. And she tells him, I'm not a sack of potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) I love the way that she talks shit. Oh, yeah. She's a a smart mouth. Like, she has that thought talk back like instant reaction it's not just like a okay Mm -hmm. and this is when he pulls out the gun (laughs) (laughs) yes throws it down her body makes her take off her clothes and makes her basically suck on the gun Uh uh-huh and then he uh fucks her with it (laughs) yep and she fucking loves every second of it yep (laughs) <laughs> yep. I loved every yep. second of it. Yep. I'm yep. like... Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> I, like... Oh, it just was, like, so hot and so perfect. Yes. Like, ugh. Yeah. So after he makes her come, he gives her a rose and leaves. What a fuck? <laughs> Who just, like, makes me come and then, like, leaves? Like, At least he really? gives her a rose. True. I guess that makes up for it. I guess so. <sighs> okay. So... Okay, so then their new routine after this kind of starts, and he's gone in the day, but at night he's out there. He's always outside. Smoking. Yep. His fucking smoke. Is, and she gets so pissed. Like, she she's like, ew, a chain smoker. And he'll, like, drop the butt, and she'll be like, don't litter. <laughs> I like, there's a part, oh, I'll say that later when he comes up. <laughs> so, Day and Addie go to lunch, and Max shows up. Mm-hmm. And he starts questioning her about Archie and said, and they say the same thing that's in the police report. Like, they're really trying not to give anything away because a family of power is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I don't believe you. And he tells her he, see, he saw the package that they dug and hid mm-hmm. with his hands. And there's a tattoo, so they can't lie about it. Yeah. Um, and then... Let's see. It switches to the shadow at this point. And Jay calls him, letting him know that he got in, him into the gentleman's club to get more information about the sex trafficking. And because he's trying to find the ritual, he really, he's on a mission. Yeah. But he's on two missions to get the ritual and to get Addie. <laughs> <laughs> so then it goes back. His chapters are sometimes really short and sometimes not. Mm-hmm. But they're like, hmm. So then he texts her and says, I'll be seeing you tonight, little mouse. I love that he calls her a little mouse. I know. I'm like, I hated it at first. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the more I got into the story, I was like, oh, kind of like it. I I think I loved it from the get-go. Yeah. I think I'm a fucked up person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. This part, I will tell you, made me really uncomfortable. And I'll tell you why in a minute. So, she goes to bed. And... Nope, just kidding. So they're texting, I'll be seeing you tonight. And she's like, and he's saying like, you could do anything to him. And she's like, gets turned on by the thought of him handcuffed to the bed. (laughs) And this is when she goes to bed. Wakes up, tied to the bed with duct tape over her mouth. How do you not wake up? I'm sorry. You know what? One of my sleep patterns were better. I could sleep. I probably would be that person where I wouldn't wake up. Because... I would 100%. (laughs) I don't think I would. Like, I really am a dead-to-the-world sleeper. 
Okay. Like, okay. I, I, maybe, okay. Maybe she had a lot of alcohol too. <laughs> that could help. <laughs> and he just starts eating her out while they are, while she was asleep and she tries to like fight him. She doesn't say, she obviously can't say no. But she doesn't not want it, but she doesn't want it. This is kind of where the CNC comes Consensual, non-consensual. Yes. And she starts kicking, like, trying to kick him away. But he grabs her legs, puts her (laughs) knees by her ear, and continues. And I just was so uncomfortable. Like, I was like, you know when you were a kid and you would rock back and try to, like, put your feet by your head and stuff? Like, that's just... (laughs) I was like, why? Have you, have you seen, you've seen Bridesmaids, right? Yes. Where her legs are all like this. Yes. <laughs> That's what I picture. Like, I just was like, it's just, it's, I don't know. It didn't, it wasn't bad. Like, it was a hot scene. Mm-hmm. But I was very uncomfortable reading it. <laughs> like, I was just thinking, I feel like her butthole would be just <laughs> just on display and I'm like that's just like too raw like an air like that's something you got to do when you're comfortable with somebody not two times consenting not consenting to do something Zade's like it's okay I love your butthole (laughs) right and I love my bleached asshole (laughs) (laughs) so after he makes her come he leaves and then this is where we learn a little bit more about, I think. Okay, so yeah, this is when um, they start, her and Addie, no, Addie and Dea start talking about Satan's Affair. Uh-huh. It's a big haunted house, like a traveling haunted house that comes every year. And they are suckers for being scared. Like, they love that shit. Yeah. Obviously, we can tell from Addie because she's right. so turned on by Zayd scaring the shit out of her. So her and Dea are making plans on... Um, getting tickets to go um excuse me so zade says that he wants to go to satan's affair as well but they don't know that each other is yeah. going yeah um, but that's because a lot of politicians will be there to scout out girls for sex mm-hmm. trafficking so zade's like i'm going so that i can fucking protect him. Kill him yeah yeah um so this is when addy confides in um, Zaid telling him that her great grandma Gigi was stalked and killed by her stalker. We don't know this. We don't have right. confirmation that right. it was her stalker. She, I think at this point, Addie wants it to be the stalker because then she has a reason to hate her stalker. Yes, absolutely. So that's what she's getting in her head here is she's trying to. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I need help. <laughs> I was trying. Corey just threw her phone at her sister. I'm sorry. I was. I needed I tried help. so hard not to laugh. Well, I didn't see her name was there, but I tinked it. You're going to have a bruise. I'm sorry. Anywho. Okay. This is the shit show. <laughs> Are you okay, Bria? <laughs> okay. All right. So... This is when she's trying to tell Zaid that it's her stalker's fault and that it's not normal for the stalker and stalked to fall in love and, like, look what happened to her grandma and her great-grandma and all this stuff. Um, So he goes to the club 
and Max has a chick writing him. This is so funny. <laughs> I loved this. Just like knee spread, dick up, chick on it. And it's, he's like, she's not even bouncing though. Like she doesn't have to move that much. And I'm like, she's always got a small pecker, huh? <laughs> so as soon as um, Zaid gets there, he shoots at him because he's mm-hmm. totally ignoring him. He just fucking pushes the girl off of it. <laughs> I was like, what a douche. <laughs> so this is when Zaid's like threatening him to leave Addie alone um, and that she has nothing to do with Arch's death um, he says that if he continues to try to scare Addie that he's g- going to kill his dad mm-hmm. and he also plays a video mm-hmm. of his dad all taped up and threatening him at this point yeah I, I would be scared oh yeah yeah so Max agrees makes a deal with him and he leaves yeah. This is when he goes to the gentleman's club for the first time. Yes. So it's really hard for Zade to do this because he has to keep his composure, his control to not just kill every one of these motherfuckers mm-hmm. as soon as he gets there. He knows they're going to be talking dirty. He knows that there's possible um, shit he's going to see, but he has to act like he's okay with it if he's going to find out where these rituals are being yeah. taken place at. Mm-hmm. So he puts on his big boy um, pants, <laughs> goes to the gentleman's <laughs> club, and this is when he meets Mark. Yes, and Mark is a senator mm-hmm. at this point. Yep. And Mark is a fucking piece of shit. I don't like him. No. I don't like any no. of the, obviously, the bad guys. Zade's not a bad guy. He's a good guy mm-hmm. who does creepy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's sitting there trying to earn the trust of these men, and all of these young girls are walking around the club, and they're just ghosts, mm-hmm. like shell of mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. And... But the guys are putting out cigarettes and cigars on their skin, and they don't even flinch. No, and that bothered me. Like, I think this book, for me, brought out how real and how dark our world is. Mm -hmm. Because this is not just a fictional book. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's fiction, but this is true life shit. Didn't H.G. Carlton say that she did a lot of research and interviewed people who were in the trafficking and stuff to get the storyline to kind of, like... A real mm-hmm. point of view, which is disgusting. Yes, especially when we talk about the second book. That one definitely. Oh yeah. That I, I praise the author for writing this dark of a book oh, because yeah. yes. you have to be a special kind of person to be able to handle it. Yeah. Yeah. So, as they put the cigar out on this girl's arm, Zaid is just, he is seething inside, and he ends up getting that girl out. Mm-hmm. Um, he helps her escape through the back in the kitchen. Yeah. And she is just so confused on what is happening, and then she realizes, like, are you Z? And he's like, yeah, you're safe now. And she's just like, she can breathe. And I was just like, oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I could only imagine how that, like, relief would feel being in, like, such a negative space. And Mm -hmm. to the people who have survived anything like this and any pain and... Good for you. Yeah. This book is really... It's sad. It's an eye-opener. Yeah. I mean, like, we all know... Sorry, my neighbors are home. (laughs) (laughs) We all know that sex trafficking is real, and we all know the shit that comes with it, but, like... We just live our lives day to day normally, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, we think about, okay, yeah, that it's going to be super shitty. And, but, like, the details this goes into, it really makes you understand what these people go through. Yeah. And, ugh. ugh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So after he gets the girl out, it goes back to um, Addie's point of view. And Dea is accusing her of fucking her star. <laughs> I love Dea. <laughs> and this is when Addie's finally like, okay, I need to confide in her. She's my best friend. I need to tell her everything. Mm-hmm. And this is when she tells her about how she's kind of like into her stalker mm-hmm. a little bit. Dea's like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Uh, <laughs> this is when she calls him kitty cat. Oh, I fucking loved it when she calls him kitty cat. So, Day and Addie spend the day drinking. They love to drink. They do. I love the fact that they drink because they're fucking hilarious. They are. So, Daya sleeps in her guest bedroom. Addie passes out. Um, she was talking. So, he comes in and she asks her shadow's name and this is where we learn his name is zape but she called him kitty cat because he calls her a little mouse so he's the cat you know and she calls him a puny dick and he looks at her pulls his dick out and she says that's the opposite of a puny dick and he starts slapping her in the face with his dick and i was like what the fuck and um, he makes her give him a BJ mm-hmm. and swallow. Yep. And it is rough. Yeah. Like, he is not a gentle no. human. And she takes it, but she loves it. Loves it. So it's hard because it's like, it's not consensual, but it's consensual, you know? Yes. Like, she likes that, though. It's like, she likes to be dominated and shown, like he's in control that's like what turns her on yeah so it's like kind of fucked up but it's like how fucked up is fucked up that's true (laughs) it's pretty fucked up but i love it it's like it's like fucked up hot Uh uh-huh yeah 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 um so then it goes back to his view the next day or within the next few days and mark the senator that he met at the gentleman's club sees Zade and invites him to lunch and he wants to go to Bailey's but Zade knows that Addie is there writing her manuscript and he is trying to avert him from him going there so he can protect Addie but Mark is insistent so they go there and they sit in a way where Mark didn't hasn't noticed Addie at this point and Addie hasn't noticed Zade they sit down they start talking a little bit and he's avoiding looking at her, drawing attention to her, drawing Mark's attention to her because mm-hmm. he's staring. And he notices Addie and takes a picture. And Zade gets really heated really fast and was like, who did you send that to? You need to delete that. Like, that's my girl. Mm-hmm. You're not doing that. And he was like, well, why didn't you introduce me? And he was like, because she's writing and she likes to be in her zone when she writes. Well, Mark goes, we'll introduce us. So they have to go over there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is the first time that Addie is seeing Zade in like an outside perspective. Like yeah. his actual self. Yeah. Well, kind of, because he, he's kind of lying and Yeah, we think his name is Mark thinks his name is Zach okay. right now. So luckily Addie's not completely an idiot and <laughs> does it. she only falls in love with her stalker, but she can play <laughs> along with this. So so Mark gets introduced and Addie goes along with it and he knows Addie's 
grandma. He knew her. He kind of knew the family. He had been to Parsons Manor mm-hmm. because his father was her great grandma's. Was it her, her, his father? His father was Gigi's husband's Thank best you. friend. I was like, my brain just lost the <laughs> fucking relation there. Yes, Frank. Mm-hmm. And he pipes her interest and he tells her that he knows a little bit about it. So she keeps crying, but... He marks the dick. Yeah, he manipulates her at this point to say, well, I'm having a charity event next weekend. You guys need to come, and I'll talk to you more about it then. What a fuck, yeah. dude. And Zade is just, like, alarm bells going off. Mm-hmm. Like, he does not want her anywhere near Mark. No. But he knows that she's going to get the information that she wants, and mm-hmm. she's going to be a little brat about it and be like, no, we're going. Yeah. So they agree to go because of that. And I love this part because he walks her to her car. And they have this full-on makeout session next to her car. <laughs> and they, like, are humping, but not. And the little girl lets with her mom, like, down a few rows car. Mom, are they having sex? And I died. And Addie mom- gets embarrassed. And I the was- mom's, like, glaring uh-huh. at him. And Zayn is just smirking, like, hmm, He's like I, got my, I got my bitch over here. Right? Like, bye, guys. My <laughs> so... She gets back home and Dea is talking to her and Dea admits that she thinks Zade is Z. Yeah. And if it is the truth, that it's a very <laughs> cute, <laughs> that if she, if it is him, that it's a creepy way of going about it, but it's a good thing to have him on her side yeah. with what's going on in the world because Dea knows like how scary and dark She's this stuff can be. It. Yeah. Um, okay. Now that we're going to go into the charity event. Yes. Cute. I just spilled a Red Bull all down my face. You made me want to drink now. <laughs> okay. So, this is... I'm sorry. Where were you? Right here? Nope. Go down one more. Right there. The red dress. Okay. So, Zade gets Addie a dress for the charity event. It's... A red one. Mm-hmm. A beautiful red gown. Yep. And he says... And it's strapless, uh-huh. too. Oh, and yeah. he tells her that she has to wear it. So she gets all dolled up and ready, and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I turn into, like, a little giddy schoolgirl every time a sex scene comes on. <laughs> I, I do, too, because it's like... Ooh. Yes. It just reminds you the first time you read it how bad you chirp. Right? And I, I even chirped a little bit listening to it going through. I was like... <laughs> Wow. Wow. So they go outside and he's going to open the door for her and he ends up forcing her to her knees and gives her or makes her give him a blowjob. But he takes his belt off and tightens it around her neck. So there's a little bit of like asphyxiation going on. So this is where that. How did you say that word? Somnophilia? Somnophilia? That's if someone's sleeping. It's but it's like doing it into the consciousness. So that's what it is. And so. It. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, mm. I kind of was like, uh, I love it in this story, but like, <sighs> in real life, it's scary. <laughs> like, that's it's, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so after they get done with the good old beach, <laughs> <laughs> on their way to the party, Zaid kind of starts admitting some of the stuff of his organization to her, so that she can kind of understand what he's doing and mm-hmm. why he's doing it. So she doesn't think that he's just some fucking prick that's hanging out with Mark. Um, So they get to Mark's house and they meet Claire, who is Mark's wife. Um, She seems weak and scared, like he 
controls her and beats her and so she's just like this timid shy wife Mm. (laughs) i'm not saying anything your face said it all my face can say it my mouth won't right now (laughs) um so they kind of mingle a little bit um and zade ends up taking addy to the theater room and she's nervous because she's like somebody's gonna know that we're missing like we have to blend in this Mm -hmm. and that and he turns on a horror flick i fucking love this part you guys (laughs) that Um, was good and i'm sorry if you hear me sniffling my nose is like runny today um so he takes her into the movie theater and he knows that she's nervous so he turns on a horror film and he sits her on his lap Mm -hmm. and he starts playing with her (laughs) and she keeps stopping watching the movie closing her eyes or looking at him and he will grab her face and force it back and make her watch the movie while he gets her off yeah I don't know why, but this scene was so fucking hot to me. Like, I get it. My favorite of the whole book. <laughs> this is my second favorite. I'll talk oh, about my favorite in a little bit. So good. Okay. He slapped her vagina when she stops. <laughs> I died. Which is not the first book where I've read somebody smacking the vagina, but uh, huh? I didn't want to write the. I don't like that word, so I didn't write it. Can we talk about the way Alexa says it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we re- went back and re-listened to these books, and we just had the Alexa narration. Uh-huh. She says pussy. So I, pussy. <laughs> I was listening to it, and I was just like... I laughed every time. Oh, I did too, because he couldn't take it seriously. He rubbed my pussy. I was like, <laughs> what? Like, how, how is that even, like... <laughs> yeah. I don't like that word anyways. Like, you know how people don't like moist? Uh-huh. I don't like pussy. I don't like it. It just, it's, (laughs) to me, like, it it makes me want to, like, gag. You like the word vagina? I would rather say vagina. (laughs) I would rather say, put your fingers in my vagina than say, put your fingers in my pussy. Like, I don't like it. That's like the dirty talk of it, though. I mean, hey, if you don't like pussy, you don't like pussy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, back to the story. Okay, so after she finishes, he licks his finger. Nice little tasty meal there. I don't know why. I don't understand that either. I'm sorry if that's your thing, if that's your kink, whatever. But yeah, it's going to be a no for me, dog. I think if I like, was it, if it happened and it was like in the right context for a per like yourself, it might be hot. Mm -hmm. And it's hot like reading it in a book. But just to me, I'm like. If it happened in real life, I'd be like. Ew, go wash your hands. Like, really? <laughs> okay. Okay. You okay. do you, okay. boo-boo. <laughs> okay, so they go back to the ballroom, and this is when a butler escorts them into Mark's study, mm-hmm. and Mark is shit-faced. Um, he starts to ramble and mm-hmm. telling her about Gigi, um, her signature red lips, and he told her that her or Addie's grandpa, great grandpa, mm-hmm. uh, developed a drinking problem and a gambling problem, mm-hmm. um, and so he went to a mob family to start help working to pay off his debts. Yep, debts. I can't talk. <laughs> um, and this is when we learn about Ronaldo. Yes. Who this is the name of Gigi Stalker. Yes. This is the first time we are hearing his name. Um, so, Ronaldo is actually the one that stepped in mm-hmm. and helped save her gr- great-grandpa's life. Yeah. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, 
she's getting this information and she wants more, but Mark is just the kind of stubborn asshole he is. It's just like, well, we'll talk about it later. Um, and so this is when Mark slips up saying that a video was leaked and Zaid is like, hey, what video? You know, trying to pry, yeah. but he's trying to also keep it like on the down low so Mark doesn't start questioning him. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mark cuts off the conversation. They leave. And this is when Zaid starts training Addie to fight back mm-hmm. because he knows that Mark has a sight set on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zaid shows up while she's sleeping and tells her that he lost a young girl today and he's really, really upset. I love this scene. I know. He's just like such a softie. Yeah. But um, Addie's trying to make him feel better. She hugs him from behind and wants him to lay down with her. Um She's trying to kiss him, but he's not. Like, he's just shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of sad to see him that way. I, I, sad. It shows that he's human, though. Uh-huh. It's like, you feel like he's a stalker in that, like, in a sense of just that, it's creep. Mm-hmm. Like, you think creep and disgusting with that, you mm-hmm. know? But he's a human. He, he really is. has, like, those soft feelings. He's really, yep. he's a slight teddy bear on the inside. Just yeah. barely, though. Yeah. And Addie even tries to fuck him that night, and he won't. He burritos her in the blankets, and he's like, no, I, when we fuck for the first time, it will be, you'll have my whole self not part of me with this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is when Daya and Addie are getting ready to go to Satan's affair. Ooh, I love this. I love this. <laughs> um, her mom calls her, and they find out about John, or her grandpa's gambling, about uh-huh. Frank, who his best friend uh-huh. who we've touched on. Yep. Um... And if she remembered Gigi going into the attic mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And so um, she says, yes, that was her alone time. That's where she went to mm-hmm. breathe. Yeah. So. Yep. Now we go Satan's to Satan's Affair. Affair. So Satan's Affair is, the, again, the traveling carnival with the haunted houses. They go every year. And so as they are waiting to get into the haunted house... Addie gets that, like, weird, oh, shit feeling, and Mark says hi to her, and Mark is there with four other men and his wife, and they're prying, trying to see where Zade is, but they call him Zach, and she's, like, quick on her feet and lies. He's in the restroom. She's getting the hang of it. Yep. So they go into the house, and they go and have fun. Like, they're whatever, but then it switches to Zade's point of view, and he sees Addie, and he thought that it was going to be like a, what's the right word, a slim chance of Mark and Addie running into each other, but then he sees them. Mm-hmm. So he runs back, like goes over there, gets in line with Mark, and he's like, oh yeah, she just went in. He said you were going to the bathroom, and he thinks, good girl, like good mouse, like so <laughs> proud. Yeah. And so he follows them through the haunted house to keep him safe. At one point, he loses um, Addie and Dea and Mark. And this is where we meet Sibby. 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 <laughs> I hated her in this. Like, I did not love her in this book. She redeems herself for me in the second book. Not my favorite in this one. I, I don't know. I liked her. She's saucy. Uh, she, yeah. She's a little <laughs> fucking crazy. Someone starts singing, and this girl dressed as a broken doll comes out. And he, she tries attacking Zade because... He's been following the two girls, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't realize he's the good one. He's protecting them. And I had anxiety reading this entire chapter of The Haunted House because I really thought Addie was going to get taken here. Yeah. I was freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And so they, it, what happens is it 
the chapter cuts off with him fighting with Zippy. So then it goes to Addie going into the House of Mirrors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love this part. Like, oh, I could just praise this whole thing. <laughs> and so this is when she's like walking through and she goes in by herself because Dea wants a break. And she hears little mouse being whispered. Ugh. And Zade comes up and he's like, if I catch you, I fuck you. <laughs> and I was like, oh my good God. Straight up, they fuck in a house of mirrors for the first time. And she's like, I feel like my organs are getting rearranged because <laughs> he's so big. This scene to me was the hottest scene. Like how you felt about the movie theater is how I feel about the house of mirrors. Yeah. Like, Huh? Like my mouth dropped. I remember reading this just like big saucer eyeballs, <laughs> mouth open, chirping the clit. I was like, oh my God. So they go, by the time they're done, the carnival's closed. Yeah, they were in there for two fucking hours. Yeah. And he's like, where the fuck are you? So then Zade goes, meets back up with Sibby and they kill the foreman. Including Mark. Yes, but they do get information out of Mark where they take the kids and he learns that Addie was already targeted prior to this. Yes. And Sibby lets her, um, lets Zade put the blame on her. So she takes the blame for him because they don't know who she is. Yeah. And so that she can continue or he can continue. Yeah. Sibby's fucking crazy, but she means the best. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Okay. And as he, Mark also told Dade the name of the club mm-hmm. of where they go to for the rituals. Um, he goes home to Addie. And they get into an argument because she sees that he's killed them and is mm-hmm. upset. And she takes off outside running and they're arguing and going over all this shit. And he tells her that the society has already targeted her. She was never Claire just because he came into her life. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that's why she was targeted. Yeah. She's been in danger this whole time and she had no idea. Yeah. And so he explains, like, while he was at the club, like, what happens. And he he explains her morals of why he doesn't see him as the bad guy. Like, he's killing the bad guys. And she understands it. And I think when she hears that she was already targeted prior... She is when she kind of accepts it a little mm-hmm. bit because at first she's just like murder is murder it doesn't matter but now she's like yeah okay you're doing yeah. it for a really good reason yeah and she gets the background on his scars mm-hmm. of his first fight with the first ring that he ever entered in yeah and the roses yes so this is when we learn a little bit about his mom mm-hmm. okay you can that's where I'm at right here. So they were his mom's favorite flower, and she would always have them all over the house. Um, And so he always wanted roses all over her house because she feels like home to him, which is so cute. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're sitting at Addie's house talking, and Dea walks in and she starts swinging. (laughs) She's so pissed. She's like, "Get the fuck out! Who are you?" Okay, so Zay tells her to be careful because he signs her paychecks, and Addie tells her everything. Mm -hmm. So at this point. Dea is just like, okay, like, I can calm down. Uh Like, you're not that bad, but I still got my fucking eye on you, boy. Like, that's my best friend. (laughs) I love the banter that happens in this scene. Mm -hmm. And 
um, because he's like, I see we woke up choosing violence. And then he's like, have you been gossiping about how big my cock is? And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Love it. Okay. So then this is when she gets delivered the pictures. Yes. In the envelope. Yep. Um, so they start going through these pictures. They have no idea where they came from. Um, and this is, these pictures have Mark's father, Frank, in mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they go into the attic for more clues and find a golden watch. Mm-hmm. And Dea is going to have it traced back to find the owner, but the serial number scratched off. Yeah. But they are able to get just enough to yep. be able to track it. And it goes back to Frank. Yep. So this is when we realize, like, Mark's dad is the one that killed Gigi. Crazy. Crazy. Because Mark's a piece of shit. His dad's a piece of shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Mind blown. (laughs) Mind blown. Yes. So, after they figure out the murderer, um, Zaid gets a call to go to dinner to initiate him into the society. Yep. Um, And they have a special one waiting for him, which is a six-year-old little girl. It's fucking bullshit. It's disgusting. It's so disgusting. Um, This is also... So this is... Like we said, it goes back and forth. So it's going back to Addie now. Um, And Dea gets confirmation that it was Frank that killed Gigi. And her Nana actually helped cover it up. Yep. Which is why she stayed in the house for Mm -hmm. as long as she did. Because she had that strong connection to her mom and she was forced to cover up the yeah. murder and she couldn't let that go. Yeah. I, what what could you do yeah. with that? You know? How do you do that? Yeah. Ugh, so gross. Okay, yep. so then this, it goes back to Zaid um, and they're sitting at dinner and he has the little girl on his lap and he's whispering into her ear that she's safe even though she's freaking the fuck out. She yeah. has no idea what's going mm-hmm. on. Um, and... I'm so sorry. My neighbor's dog is the most annoying thing in the whole entire world. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering what that was. That's my neighbor's dog. Okay. Um, So he has the little girl on his lap and he pushes a button on his watch. And this is when the FBI breaks in and she gets rescued Mm -hmm. by Ruby. Mm -hmm. And they also arrest Zaid to make it look like um, he isn't undercover. So they believe that he's actually still a part of it. This is also where Sarah asks, will you be my daddy? Will you be my and daddy? And he melts like... And I'm like, daddy Zaid. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is when I'm okay with the daddy kink. Um, and he melts like a puddle of ice cream. He's like, I have to talk to Addie because yes. she'd be your mommy. And yes, I was just like, like oh. oh. I love it. So cute. So he goes back to Addie's house after all of this. Mm-hmm. Explain what happened. Blah, blah, blah. It says how the little girl wants to be his daughter. Mm-hmm. And... Tells her, like, I would want you to approve. And she's like, why? He's like, because we're forever. Like, like just get that through your damn yeah. head, woman. They end up having sex. And then this is when she, he goes to do the ritual. Mm-hmm. And there's a little kid in the middle. And he has people on his inside now who have been in the guards. So he's protected. But in the middle of... Of it all, it blows up. There's a huge explosion. Yeah. Zaid has no idea what's going on. When I was reading this part, I was like, oh, cool, they're blowing it up. And then I was like, oh, shit, Zaid doesn't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. I had so much anxiety reading the end of this book. And at the time of this happening, Dea texts Addie, I, are you up? I need you. Come, come to my house. Mm-hmm. And Addie, thinking it's her best friend, gets in her car and while driving there 
somebody crashes into her and all she hears is get her into the van and let's get out of here and that's the last thing that ends with her and then when it ends with zaid he's on the ground jay is trying to help him and they both look up and say you yeah and we don't know who the fuck they're talking about i'm so glad i read this book the same week that the second one came out because if i had to wait for it i would have freaked the fuck out right would have 100 percent like would have lost my shit Okay, yes. so that is the synopsis for the book. I know it was a long one, but this is like a almost 700-page book. Yeah, so we apologize. It's going to be a little bit longer of one, but you have to get the gist of it, and it, I hope it makes you excited to read it, because it's so good. It is so good. Yes. <laughs> so who's your favorite character? Oh, fuck, Zaid. <laughs> Hands down, 100%. There is absolutely no question. That man has my heart. I think he had my heart even before, like, when he was just being called the Shadow. Oh, yeah. Like, when you read about him stabbing the guy in the eye, well, I was like, sign okay. me up. I'm, I'm right here, man. And that's why we need therapy. Yep. <laughs> Who would you say was yours? I'm going to say Zayd and Dea. Dea is just that protective yeah. best friend. And she is just, I loved her so much. And then, yes. of course, Daddy Zayd. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Your smuttiest scene. The movie theater. Okay. 100%. I can... Like, I don't know why that made me trip so hard, but it did. Like, there wasn't even sex. And it was so hot. I don't know. It was a fucking, mm-hmm. What one was yours? The House of Mirrors. <laughs> I think being surrounded by the mirrors and, like, the idea of getting caught in just the context of it was, like, wow. Mm-hmm. There's another book that you did this with, too. The Fun House. In the Bully series. Oh, the yep, series. you're right. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. What, maybe I don't so like maybe the Fun House. I was going to say maybe it's, like, the feeling of getting caught. Is that your thing? I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. We'll go, I'll keep you posted. We'll find out. <laughs> Um, Would you recommend this book? Yes. As long as you're in a good headspace and you understand how dark this book is. I agree. I went into this blind and I read it before you, so I'm Mm -hmm. glad I did because I gave you the heads up and we'll talk about the second book later next week. Um, It's dark. It's so dark. Even the trigger warnings, I don't think prepared me for how dark. I loved it. So if you're down for that kind of shit, read it. But yeah, I would not read it if you don't like that kind of stuff check your trigger warnings before you proceed with this book absolutely so So, that being said (laughs) that is it for today's episode so we are releasing our episodes bi-weekly we will keep you updated for upcoming episodes on our instagram and tiktok so give us a follow at smutsluts.bookpodcast and next time we will be picking up where this one left off with an even darker story in hunting adeline by hg carlton and if you're going to read this book again please 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 check the trigger warnings beforehand yes also we do have a youtube channel if you want to watch us interact while we record our episode you can subscribe to it at smut sluts period book podcast all one word and thank you guys so much for listening keep it kinky smut sluts we'll see you next time